What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Rockman3k3, in the place to be. You already know what it is. It is the third and final day of the third plate conference, guys. And before all that, I just want to welcome you to the nerd plate. Of course, I'm your host. Like I said, Rockman3k3, you already know what it is. Um, and I'm here by myself, just like my co-host, uh, C-Real, is holding it down by himself on the Microsoft um, <laughs> conference. So shout out to him. I haven't seen that yet, so I'm going to watch that after I get done doing this. Uh, but I just want to say you know, thank you for watching and listening to us for all three days of the conference. Uh, we got a lot of things coming down the pipe for you as well. Uh, I'm so happy you've been sticking and riding with this since the beginning. If you've been doing that, thank you so much. And even if you just tuned in today, I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in so much. Today, guys, of course, I'm repping Nintendo. You already know what it is. That's my government out there. Uh, I love them to death. You already know I'm a huge Nintendo fan since the beginning of Tom. Um, I gotta say, man, this year with the, the conferences that Nintendo threw out, they threw a lot of RPGs out. That was the big thing for this year at their conferences. Or RPGs and a lot of quirky arts games. There are a lot of games, and so for the sake of time, I couldn't get to all of them. Um, but just some honorable mentions out there, like uh, the new Lorelei, I think it's called, uh, game, which is really awesome. Let me double check that name for you. Um, let's see, hold on, I'm gonna, yeah, it's called Lorelei and the Laser Oz. That's gonna be a great puzzle game. You guys check it, check that out, and that is gonna be exclusive to the actual Nintendo uh, console, uh, the Switch. So check that out. That's going to be the first game to hit. Um, and other than that, man, I got some great stuff for you. But I can tell you right now before we start the show, this is going to be a huge focus on RPGs and some action-adventure RPGs and adventure games. So if that's not quite your bag, this is probably not going to be the episode for you guys because they pretty much made this for me. Like usual, Nintendo spoke to me as a fan and said, Rockman, here you go. So I'm going to jump into these great games that I saw. You got to check these out. Um, there are a few games that were not, uh, you know, RPGs, but for the most part, Nintendo definitely focuses on a lot of great RPGs. And again, just to give some of those uh, small indie games that look quirky and cool some shine, definitely going to show those off. And I'm just going to really talk about most of the other games that you already know. So we're going to jump into it, get into it. I uh, hope you had a great day today because we're going to jump in and get into this deliciousness. So the first thing on the list I want to talk about during the Nintendo conference, I want to go ahead and get some of the stuff out of the way that may be out already. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Mario Strikers Battle League, of course. That came out uh, early June. Phenomenal soccer game. People are already talking about it. I can't wait to play it. I don't have it yet, but I want to get it because uh, I'm, I'm trying to get my league together. You know what I'm saying. Um, so if you're trying to get Rockman's League, holla at me. I'm going to have the game pretty soon, but it's a lot of fun. Guys, Mario Strikers has been a big staple in the Nintendo community uh, for years, and it was really great. I loved the first one. I still have the first one on GameCube. It's one of the best soccer games ever to drop. A lot of fun. I, I loved it. And, of course, Mario Strikers Charge on the Wii was really good. And then, yeah, they finally gave us one on the Switch. Go check it out. You can even come together, have your own soccer league teams, which I thought was really dope. So that's the first one I want to drop and say, go check out. It's already out, of course. Um, 
Some other notable ones are, of course, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That was already out. That kind of came out in the summer, kind of leading up to the Nintendo Directs. So, of course, they didn't talk much about that. But that's also out. That's a good action game. It's, uh, of course, a Dynasty Warrior action game that's based off, of course, the Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, Fire Emblem that we got a while back, which is a beautiful game, by the way. If you haven't played it, go play it. This is kind of following up or continuing this. Or that storyline, really, really awesome. So, just want to go ahead and get those two out of the way. Um, the next one to talk about, guys, is Mario Plus Rabbits: The Spark of Hope. Now, this looks really cool. Now, if you haven't played the Mario Plus Rabbits, it's a really awesome game where they took a kid game and pretty much put all the XCOM mechanics into the game. Really, really awesome. Of course, you play as Mario and his friends, and you also play as the rabbits, which is really cool. They've had very great success with this. I think this is the third iteration in the series uh let me double check that for you i'm almost positive uh that's the i want to say third in the series but really awesome but again just going back to what it is it's basically XCOM for kids it's really awesome if you ever want your kids to get into like tactical shooting but you don't know how to break them in get this game it's really cool has a lot of great objectives even uh a lot of great mechanics from XCOM. But it's simplified for kids. Like, for example, it teaches them you can still do some moves on the field within your circle. But then when you take cover and you shoot your weapon, the, the turn is over, which I thought was really great. Um, it has a lot of Warhammer slash XCOM mechanics into it, which I thought was phenomenal. Great story. Very funny. And at the same time, it's still that that cool, fun thing for kids. And for you as well, like if you like the Mario games as well as the Rabbit games and you want to see them together, good stuff. I'm excited about that one. I played the other two, which are really cool, and I definitely can't wait to play this one. So that looks awesome. They even got Bowser to join in on this one. Uh, he's shooting off a cannon. It just looks phenomenal, guys. So kudos to them and Ubisoft for coming together and making that great game. That's phenomenal. So that's also coming out soon. Uh, I think it's going to come out in October, so check that out. Uh, definitely looks good. I was definitely um, intrigued by it. I will definitely probably pick that up because that's a lot of fun. So that's one to bring up as well. Now this next one. So this is called Monster Rise or Monster Hunter Rise. I'm sorry, Sunbreak. Now, guys, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Is a phenomenal expansion. A lot. It's getting a lot of attention now. This expansion is bringing out a lot of new monsters, a lot of cool armor, and it's just the the Monster Hunter community, guys. You know how we are. We come out and support Monster Hunter like it's going out of style, just because we don't want that drought anymore. And I, I love it. I love that it's mainstream now. Monster Hunter is almost getting to the point to where it's getting to Fantasy Star Online status. So that's good. I love to see that. Um, I'm hoping that we'll see more from that series. But Sunrise, or I'm sorry, Sunbreak looks really good. Um, highly recommend it. I have Marshall Horizon on my Switch. I love it. I need to play it more, definitely. Uh, but I enjoy the new mechanics, and this one just like influ like just basically increases that and makes it better, enhances it. And they also bring back classic beasts like Beetle Geese or uh, Battle Battle Geese Battle Geese. I think that's how you say it. Battle Geese, which was oh my gosh! If you played Monster Hunter World, he was ridiculous, but he's back in this one. They put the steel version of him on there and a lot of other famous monsters. 
you'll definitely love. And they have plans to release a few more. They even have free update title monsters, which he's one of them. But they're also going to release more as time progresses. But that expansion is beautiful. Please check it out. So, so good. Um, if you and your friends play Monster Hunter Rise, then you already know about it. You probably already got it now. It is already out. That came out earlier this summer as well. That was also kind of kicking off that summer move for Nintendo. Um, again, really, really awesome. I'm so happy as a Monster Hunter fan. And trust me, I got the first one on PlayStation 2. And we thought we'd never see it again. But it's grown in popularity ever since then. And I'm so happy it has a home in our hearts again. Uh, so I'm super, super excited for uh, the expansion. I got to get that. I hadn't gotten it yet, but I got to get the expansion. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Uh, they even have a demo up if you want to play the demo. It's good stuff, guys. Go check it out. So it's another one that I'm like, please go check out. Oh, my gosh. Ah! So it's really, really dope. Uh, all right, moving on to the next one. Now, this one's really cool. So this one I wanted to show um a picture of or i want to show a uh kind of a, a trailer of because it looks really good and i think they're they're making a great quirky rpg with this one but check it out um it's called rpg tom the legend of right it's really cool So this it's, summer, it's crazy, guys. Embark on a fully handmade adventure. You play a kid. A new yet nostalgic gaming experience awaits you. Creating its own RPG through its Come on, it's right? time for adventure. Like you do different little games, you do different little battles. RPG Time, The Legend of Right. The uh, visuals in the notebooks bring to life as animation, and the items all have a handcrafted like feel. Creative. An indie game that astonished the world with its incredible it's craftsmanship so is now available on Nintendo Switch. I just, this is crazy. The game is bursting with the imagination of a young boy system, named Kenta who dreams of becoming Switch, a game creator. It looks really cool because the Play is right, the hero, in his quest to save the princess from the clutches of the Demon King and restore peace to the world. The game is also compatible with the touchscreen interface of the Nintendo Switch. A notebook adventure that everyone can enjoy. I'm definitely going to sit out on a fantastic adventure alongside Kenta. Like when I think of RPG Time, the Legend of Right, this game will be available on August 18th. So I can't wait to play it. You saw it's going to be out August 18th. It's in part with Nintendo and Aniplex. Just great job on their part. Um, Just phenomenal. So I, I hope you guys will go check that out. That's one of the new ones that I was just like, yo, that's new and quirky. That's people gotta go check that out because that looks amazing. Uh, so go check it out again. It's called RPG Tom The Legend of Right. It's about a kid trying to make an RPG through his notebook, arts and crafts, and it's it's great. Go play it, it looks phenomenal. So that's one of them. Uh, and let's go to oh, okay. Now, this is another one that's weird, but Disney is trying to like um play up on that Animal Crossing hype. Now, if you remember, they made a game on the 3DS, and I think it was called Disney's. Magical Kingdom or or some kind of weird game. Uh, let me give you the specific name of that game. Uh, it, that was on the 3ds, but this kind of falls up to the yeah. It's called Disney's Magical World, right? And they also did a Magical World too. Did not know that on the Switch. Well, this falls up to that because you got the Animal Crossing feel to it again, 
And it's called, uh, the title of this one's called Disney Dreamlight Valley. Now, this is crazy because Disney Dreamlight Valley, guys, is like, it's like Animal Crossing and like this weird Disney thing to where all the characters in Disney forgot their memories. So it's your job to go through and help them out. And you do like little mini games. You do all kinds of cool things to help them get their memories back as well as perform like different feats to like, okay, cool. Like now this character does this. Like you cook with Ratatouille. Of course you do. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, but you also do some other stuff like you uh, have to go get certain items. Of course, you create your own character just like you did in um, the Magical Kingdom. I'm sorry, Magical World series, which is crazy. Um, and yeah, it looks it looks very interesting. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it because it definitely goes off the Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon vibes a lot. Uh, especially Animal Crossing, because you're doing things for all the characters going around doing whatever. Um, so it looks very interesting, but you will see it probably, I think they were saying in the fall. Uh, let me check on that date for you. Yeah, Disney's Dreamlight Valley actually comes out um, September 6th of this year. So we'll see that in the fall. Oh, uh, it's gonna be very interesting to see how that sells. I'm sure it's Disney, so I'm sure it'll sell really well. Um, which looks phenomenal, very, very phenomenal. Uh, so there's that. Uh, that's gonna be fun for the kids or Disney fans. Now this next one. Now I want I want to show this. Now I'm sure you heard of this because everybody's talking about it, dogged it out on other systems and things, but it actually looks kind of hype. I think to me. Anyway, I think they took Sonic and they mixed Fantasy Star online together and they came up with Sonic Frontier. But let me show you what it looks like, guys. Um, I liked it. Uh, I, I see what people were talking about, the way it looks too big. And like, oh, like, you know, like, what, what else is going to happen? But I'm going to show you guys this right now on the show and this is called the sonic frontier and i'm gonna let this play and i'm just gonna be quiet and let it play for you hold on all right here we go and dash into a new zone sonic's latest action adventure kicks off on the vibrant starfall islands home to a mysterious civilization here you can freely dash through a vast open zone taking full advantage of sonic's speedy skills Lock on and attack enemies standing in your way. Chain together attacks to trigger combos and rack up damage. With good timing, you can even deflect enemy attacks. Acquire skills to bolster Sonic's arsenal of moves. You can also enter a special zone called Cyberspace. Take on challenges at supersonic speeds and grab keys to progress. What awaits Sonic on these strange islands? 
And you can obviously see a lot of the fancy star like kind of influence there. We'll stop sharing real quick. You can obviously see a lot of what they were trying to do with it. Um, Really, I think it's going to be good. Granted, I see what everybody was complaining about. A lot of people were saying, oh, there's barely anything out there. And there was a little bit of emptiness. But honestly, like, I think if they really put in a lot of, like, uh, control-like care in terms of, like, the control scheme, actually put out a good field for Sonic to run around on, I think we'll be okay, honestly. But at the same time, like, uh, like I get it, you know what I'm saying, because everybody's been burned before by a bad Sonic game. Um, I think as long as they kind of keep, because I saw a lot of things they used in Sonic Forces, which if you hadn't played Sonic Forces, Sonic Forces is actually a really good game. Uh, I, I just don't think it got a fair shake from people because at that time, that, especially back then, Sega was just, you know, pumping out Sonic games. And it was just like, okay, bro, we get it. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. And a lot of them were not good, but some of them really were. Sonic Forces was a great example of that. It was actually a really good Sonic game, but it was just buried by Sonic's terrible up and down pass from just being saturated um with a whole bunch of sonic games on the market but this one was really cool because you can actually make your own sonic character and like depending on the stage you played excuse me the sonic or your character you made or another character or knuckles or tails it was really dope so i really thought it was a very interesting concept i would love to see that again I really hope Sonic Frontier borrows a lot from that game because to me that game was kind of a, a pinnacle Sonic game. But one of the challenges of making a Sonic game that I've seen with the Sonic team and just Sega over the years is that you have to capture what people loved about the first one, which was Sonic goes fast and still have that action because like we hadn't seen a good marriage of that in a while for Sonic or the Sonic series six Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. Those were just, like, the best, like, marriage of, like, action and fast or fast speed chases, things like that. Um, so, while, as you saw in the video, that it had a lot of, close to a lot of, like, what we wanted out of Sonic. Uh, it still had a lot of, like, field and a lot of empty world that people are complaining about. So, again, I do hope that's really good. I hope they fix that. Sonic Frontier, I think, has been announced for 2023, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, knowing them, they're probably going to push it back because so many people made such a big stink about it. Yeah, so it's supposed to be released on November 8th, 2022. We'll see if that happens because a lot of the fan backlash and then say, I will say that, and that's one thing I love about Sega, especially now, is they really do listen to the fans of Sonic. I mean, you saw what happened with the movie where they were like, all right, cool, you know what? We know y'all don't like this. Let's take this out. Let's put in the real Sonic. Let's put in the Sonic you guys love. And, I mean, they did. They did that. And the movie Sonic 1 and 2, both of those were exquisite, really great movies. One of the prime examples of when video games can be good movies. Um, so I was highly impressed by those. Like I said, I do want to see how they do Sonic Frontier because I feel like Sonic Frontier – it's just a mixture of Sonic and Fantasy Star Online, and they put them together. So uh, let's, let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm down for it, Sega. Just come in there and just really give us a good Sonic game because it's been a while. Uh, and again, you know, just if you need something to borrow from, people seem to really like Sonic Forces. So borrow from that. 
Fall from Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. And you should be fine. But, you know, of course, it's Sonic all day. So as long as it's a good Sonic game where he's running around going fast and having fun and adventure exploring, we should be okay. So there's that, Sonic Frontiers. Uh, you guys go check that out. That's going to be great. Uh, it's coming to the Switch, coming to all systems, but they showed off exclusive clips, of course, on Nintendo for the day of the Switch, so you already know. Um, another great game that's awesome that I saw that I was just like, man, that looks really cool. It's called Little Noah, uh, which is the Sci- Little Noah, the Scion of Paradise. Really cool game. Uh, this one was done by, oh gosh, is it, uh, I gotta, I gotta check the company. But really cool game, guys, because you go through, and it's like an action RPG, but the cool thing about it is you collect people, and they can help you on your quest, uh, as well as, like, help you defeat certain monsters, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, It is on, it was originally on Steam, uh, and then it is coming to the consoles with the Switch uh, pretty soon. It should be here, uh, let's see, it already came out. The 28th for Steam, uh, and it should be for Nintendo uh, fairly soon. I'm trying to look and see if we can get a release date for that, uh, which it might already be out. But it's really cool, uh, and it's made by Side Games. Um, so, yeah, you guys go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, looks very interesting. Okay, so it did come out already. So as of this recording, it was already out. It came out June 28th. I'm definitely going to have to go play that because after looking at it, it looks phenomenal. Uh, again, I didn't put it up here because it's, it's already out. It was one of those summer games that Nintendo put out. Um, but it was one of the things they talked about at their direct. Uh, it was really, really awesome, and I loved it. So go check that out. It looks amazing. Um, and again, it's called Lil Noah, Scion of Paradise. It looks fun. looks hack and slashy and fun. You guys definitely like it. All right. So, you know how, like, I was talking about, you know, and Harvest Moon, how they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, here is, um, <laughs> you're all in Harvest Moon. What, how everybody's copying off Harvest Moon, basically. Like, you have, like, um, Harvest Moon coming from the, was it the Doran game, um, as well as the Harvest Moon games coming out themselves. Rune Factory, you have those. You have so many rune slash harvest moon games well they got this other one right from square enix that actually looks phenomenal it's called harvestella looks beautiful i had to like show you guys this uh yeah i get it you know square enix is a big studio but the cool thing is, is they use systems like nintendo switch to put out all their like mini rpgs and they're just like oh these are leftover old school rpgs that people like rockman might like so it's really cool I'm going to share this with you. Check it out. I loved it. Sow seeds, water crops, and gather a bountiful harvest. Collect crafting materials and ingredients for cooking. It reminded me a lot of uh, adventures. Really wish people would have played Travel the world and get to know the people uh, who live in the neighboring towns and villages. Life is peaceful and time passes by until Quietus inevitably arrives 
interrupting the cycle of the seasons. Crops wither, and all life is fantasy life. That's what it reminds me of. Reminds me of a lot of fantasy life. Uh, looks really good. Share in your new friends. Seems to even song. have like a nice little storyline as well. Joy. Looks very pain and courage as you stand together to face momentous ordeals. Y'all know I love Marvel. This is the story of those who live alongside the seasons of life and death, of their fight against the rules of this world. Yeah. Oh, it's coming out November 4th. It's my birthday. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> looks really good though, right? Um, again, it, it definitely reminded me of Harvest Moon, Fantasy Life, uh, all the other games that like have that kind of Harvest Moon feel to it, like Rune Factory, just all kinds of cool stuff. Gotta check it out, guys. Coming soon, November 4th of this year. Cannot wait. Definitely on Rockman's list, definitely on my radar. It looks really, really awesome. So, check that out when you get a chance. Let's see. What's our next one on the list? Now, here's one that, like, you know, I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be Rockman 3K3. I would not be Rockman 3K3 if I didn't bring you something that had to do with my namesake. You already know what that is. If you don't know what Rockman 3K3 or Rockman, the nickname, comes from, it comes from the Mega Man series. In Japan, he's named Rockman because in Japan, he's a moniker of music. So Rockman, bass, <laughs> Rockman, Rockman and roll. It's it's really cool. Anyway, passing over the joke and passing over the moniker joke. Um, speaking of the Rockman series, Nintendo is giving us Mega Man Battle Network, the collection, guys. I cannot wait for this. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, Rockman, what the hell is Mega Man Battle Network? And then the other half, you're just like, oh, my God. So, just so you know what that is, it's basically a Pokemon-ish type turn-based Mega Man game where you go inside your computer and battle viruses. I loved it. It was great. It went on forever. And when I say forever, they made so many of them on the Game Boy Advance, on the Nintendo DS. I mean, you there was just so many. Uh, but I cannot wait for this personally. I love that series. It is great. I think it, we, uh, we, we're we way overdue for another one. I know they probably won't do another one because Capcom's going through this whole thing to where they're not really doing uh, any more like Mega Man games for some odd reason, uh, which I think that's just... And you know what? I want to say it's just because they don't want to pay um, it, Kenji Inafune, but like that's not even the case because they're still doing the collections, which... They have to pay him for that because, well, he was still on the team with that. But in any case, um, definitely check out Mega Man Battle Network, the collection for the Switch. I love these collections. Uh, it, it They're beautiful. I bought the Mega Man Zero collection because that was beautiful. That was a great game series. This is no different. Um, this one is slated right now for... That's supposed to be, what, 2023. That's the only date we have for that right now. So uh, usually with Mega Man, they drop those anywhere in, like, the summer to fall. So check for it then. Um, 
And it could be before that, but I think digitally they're going to break them up into volumes. But I think if you wait for the game, it should maybe it's going to have all of them, but they might do the same thing with the games. It might give you volume one, volume two, who knows. Um, but definitely check it out if you're a fan of the series or even if you don't know what it is. Trust me, guys, if you like Pokemon, you'll love this because that's exactly what this is. Except make think, think Pokemon, but with Mega Man characters. There you go. That's all you got. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. Uh, I played it from the Game Boy Man's all the way up to the DS uh, versions. It's great. I surprisingly don't own any, um, which is odd. I need to get some. But, yeah, I've never owned a Battle Network, but I used to play them at a friend's house or play them at work or stuff like that back when I used to work at GameStop. Um, so definitely check it out, guys. It's coming to a Switch near you. and Check it out in 2023. So that's that one. Moving on down the line to the next thing. All right. Now this next thing is really cool because this series goes on and on and on. And you thought Final Fantasy was big. Well, this series is also pretty big. And, in fact, they've been putting out offshoots just like Final Fantasy. In fact, in Japan, it's a little bit bigger there than it is here. In fact, it has its own holiday in Japan. I'm talking about, of course, the great series that is Dragon Quest. But this is an offshoot called Dragon Quest Treasures. Now, this is really cool because it's basically like Dragon Quest doing the whole Pokemon um, uh, was it Pokemon Arceus. This is them doing Pokemon Arceus. Because if you remember back in the old days of DS, and this is another history lesson, they had something called Dragon Quest Monsters. They also had this on Game Boy Advance, but I don't think we got it here in the States. But we did get the one with DS, which was really cool because, again, it was Pokemon with Dragon Quest creatures. Well, this is more like Pokemon Arceus with Dragon Quest creatures. Looks really cool. You play a sister and brother going out looking for treasure on this magical island. Um, and it's dope because you get a chance to enlist the help of all the monsters from Dragon Quest, which is really cool. Some legendary ones. Of course, the slimes back. If you're a fan of the series, you already know about the King Slime and the regular slime and the gold slime and the platinum slime. They're all back in this game and it looks phenomenal. Um of course, the great Akira Toriyama did the artwork for this game, so you already know. Uh, it's going to be a banger when it comes to the graphics. Um, and it looks phenomenal. Another kid favorite, something else you can play with your kids, or something you just play if you're a Dragon Quest fan. If you love Dragon Quest, Monster Joker, or any of those on the DS, you will love this game because it looks phenomenal. It's all set in a 3D world. It's big. You use the... Uh, the abilities of the monsters, like one monster can help you float across. You can help your monsters fight. Very cool. To me, it, it's very reminiscent of Pokemon and Jay Cocoon going way back in the vault now. Uh, mixed together because you're, as the trainer of the monsters, you can also fight, which you could do in Jay Cocoon. Uh, really, really awesome. Really dope. I highly recommend this one as well. Uh, very, very fun looking game. Looks amazing. Uh, if you're into the Dragon Quest series, you're probably already going to get it. But if you have not heard of the Dragon Quest series, these are nice little entryways to get in. Kind of like Dragon Quest Builders and things like that. They kind of like allude to like these cool games. And then when you get to Dragon Quest, oh, it's a real RPG. You're going to grind your ass off. So just get ready for that. But great series, though. Great RPG to kind of start because it's very traditional RPG. Like, if you want the traditional field of what Final Fantasy felt like back in the day, 
what uh you know what's the other one uh Suikening one felt like back in the day. This game gives you that feel because it's always that traditional turn phase, but not this particular one. This is an offshoot of this one, but it's more like Dragon Quest and Pokemon RCS mixed together. Really cool. I like it. I like the look of it. I'm definitely excited for this one as well. Uh, it will be here uh, soon. I think it's coming in. Let's see. Looking that one up. There's a release date. Yes, it will be here December 9th of this year. So, yeah, if it doesn't come out in December, it's probably going to get pushed. Because that happens a lot, too. Don't worry. If it gets pushed back, that's... They usually do that for fiscal year reasons because during the holidays, it's very hard to sell a new game sometimes. And they sometimes they don't have anything on the docket for the January, February, and March quarter, so they just kind of push that back. Uh, but yeah, look out for that, guys. That's going to be phenomenal. Great game. So we're going to move on to our next little. Okay, now this one's really cool. Now I wanted to show this one off because this looks beautiful. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of. A two-player game of Journey. But I want you to see this. It's called Blanc. And it's by Gearbox Interactive, which achievement. Um, but it looks really nice. I'm going to play this for you. Check it out. <laughs> Now, what's interesting about this game is that this game is all just right then and there. It's, there's no text to it. It's all just action and emotion. Really cool. Journey did the same thing. Uh, Brothers did the same thing. Really, really awesome. It looks phenomenal. And again, by Gearbox Interactive, of all people. Looks really, really cool. Long follows the emotional tale of a wolf cub and fawn who are separated from their families after a sudden snowstorm. These two unlikely friends must use their individual strengths to follow their family's tracks. The smaller wolf cub can get through tight spaces that the fawn cannot, while the nimble fawn can jump long distances and reach higher ledges. Only by working together can these two overcome the obstacles they face. Very, very beautiful game. Um, I mean, again, text-free, and you're playing the entire song just together. Very cool, very dope uh, game to play for uh, you know anyone who just wants to play two-player. Looks very cool, very heartfelt. It's coming in. You should see this one, February 2023. Um, another game I'm really excited to see. Very artsy, very fun. Uh, so I can't wait. I really can't wait. It looks amazing. 
Uh, so yeah, no, check that out again. It's called Blanc, and it's from Gearbox Interactive. I know, right? Crazy. All right. So what else we got on the docket? All right. So this next one. Now this is a big thing. So I didn't put the trailer up because. Again, uh, it's so big. I'm sure you're talking about it or you've heard about it. And if you hadn't, I'll explain it in full detail. The Persona series is coming to the Nintendo Switch, guys. Yes. So, if you remember, this has been like a rumor way back when uh, when Persona 5 Strikers came to the Switch. And everybody's like, well, this comes to the Switch, but, you know, what about the RPG game? We really want the RPG. And then Nintendo and, like, you know, Outlast, Sega was, like, playing this off like, oh, Maybe we don't know, and they kept teasing us by putting cross battle on there. Which, if you don't know what cross battle is, cross battle is a fighting game that has Blaze Blue characters, Persona characters, uh, all the Atlas fighting game characters on it, as well as some of the Persona characters. And it was crazy, you know. So, everybody kept thinking, like, man, okay, they keep teasing it, but are they gonna give it to us? Yes, finally, they're going to give us to give us all the Persona games. Not only are we gonna get Persona 5 Rail. We're also going to get Persona 3 Portable, which was the best Persona 3 they put out, which came out on PlayStation Portable a long time ago. And it has all the expansions of PlayStation, or I'm sorry, of Persona 3, including the Persona 3 Face, which is a really great expansion pack. But they're also going to give us Persona 4 Golden, which was also the best version of 4. Guys, really, really awesome series. If you have not played Persona, they are so great. So... You don't have to necessarily play any of the other old Personas to get into these because Persona, really all the Personas are separate stories, but it wasn't until later we learned that 3, 4, and 5 are actually closely tied together. But you can find out more about that in some of the offshoots or the offshoot games like the dance games, uh, the Persona Quest game that came out on 3DS. And you can also find out more about that in the fighting games that's out now, which was the new Persona... Uh, Persona Fighting Max game. Ultra Max, I think it's called. Anyway, uh, as an RPG fan, I am super excited about this. Again, I told you, this episode's going to be about RPGs. Um, they went out of their way to make sure everybody had, I mean, just the best RPGs they could get. And Persona is the cream of the crop right there. One of the longest-running game series of our time, of our culture. If you don't believe me. The first one came out a long time ago on PlayStation 1. That's right, guys. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so of age. About a good 20-some years ago. And on top of that, what's also so cool about that is that, you know, even the PlayStation 1 version of Persona 2 actually came in four versions. We only got two here in the States. But the other four you can find in Japan. It's crazy. It's a long storyline. And they basically started over when they got to number three. When they got to number three, it was kind of their way of just like, hey, here's a fresh take. Here it is on PlayStation 2. And I still have that copy on PlayStation 2 as well as Persona 3 Phase. Really, really awesome. Uh, guys, if you have not played Persona yet, this is your chance. Please play it. You are missing out on one of the greatest anime hybrid slash RPG games you're ever going to play. I really enjoy it. A very dark story, but very redeeming, very promising. You got to check it out, especially number five. Number five is probably their best to date. And I say that knowing full well. Some people are like, Epic differ. Four is better. Or some people are like, no, three is better. 
but five is really good. It tells a very compelling story. And it, I mean, it tells all that in, in the intersection of the, all the teens coming of age. It's really, really awesome. Really cool. I loved it. I love the main character, Joker. He was dope. Um, just good stuff, man. And a good fighting system. You have plenty to do in that game. That game is well over 200 hours, especially if you want to do everything. You're going to play it over and over again. Great game. So you got to check them out. They are coming soon. There's more information on those. I don't think we have a specific update or release date for those yet. I'm looking at those right now. Okay, September. So September. But wait, hold on. Let me see. That's for. Uh, let's see. For uh, the original. Let's see when the Switch is coming out. Okay, October 21st is where you will find the majority of the Personas because that will be on the Switch. Soul Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable. All those will be out October 21st. So if you do not have any of those yet, when that comes out, get it because it's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. Trust me on that one. If you're looking for a good RPG... And you kind of like if you're looking for a good RPG and a dating sim together, go with those. You can't go wrong. Phenomenal stuff, guys. Phenomenal stuff. Um, so there's that. That's a big announcement for Nintendo Switch. Granted, I get it, it's old, and, and if you don't have don't have it on PS4 already, you know, or PS5, I get it, it's not really gonna help you, but at the same time, if you've never played a persona. And all you have is a Nintendo Switch, and you like RPGs, you have to play that game for real. That that's made for you. Uh, some honorable mentions on the uh, the remakes coming back out to the Switch is also Portal. Uh, you got the Portal Collection that's coming to the Switch, which includes Portal One and Two. That's another great game. Uh, a lot of fun. We used to play it on the Orange Box all the time back in the day on the 360, and even before the Orange Box, we played it on PC, which was a lot of fun thanks to Half Life Two. Good stuff, you guys. Great stuff coming Nintendo Switch's way. Just phenomenal. Um, I highly recommend that one as well. But definitely the Personas. The Personas, you have to get. So, now, guys, we come to the gravy. The gravy and the potatoes and the meat. Just everything of the meal. We come to it, guys, because we're coming down to the last two things that were really big at this year's uh, Nintendo Direct for the summer. Now, uh, I will say this, as of this recording, and I'm so sad because, and I'll tell you in a minute, Live Alive should be out already. So, as you're watching this, it's out today. Go pick that game up. If you love old school RPGs, if you are a Super Nintendo RPG head like I am, if you are a PlayStation RPG head like I am, you have to go get this game it was one of the best games on Super Nintendo that we did not get here in the States. But Square Enix has finally said, all right, cool. We think it's time. We think, you know, the States is really fucked with RPGs now. We're going to bring this out. Live Alive, guys. It's really great. So what is Live Alive? I know that you have seen me just pump it up. You've seen me in, you know, previews. Like, oh, my God, Live Alive. Ah! You know what I'm saying? And why am I so excited? Well, Level Up is really cool. It's back on Super Nintendo a long time ago, right? In Japan, they did Live Alive, and it was like seven 
tales that were like all these different centuries, right? Different little time eras, whatever. Uh, one was in the future, one was in the samurai period, just whatever. It was seven different stories that you played, and as you played them, they will eventually all come together in some form or fashion. Really cool stuff. It's kind of kind of like the Saga Frontiers that we kind of got in the States and kind of didn't. It's a lot like that, but a little bit more connected. Really, really awesome stuff, guys. In fact, right now, you can go on to the actual Nintendo store and you can play a demo that lets you play like basically the first three, maybe four hours of the game. Really fun. I played it. I loved it. You will love the battle system. They have improved a lot. Um, they improved the graphics a little bit, but it's still 2D. But they did put it on the same 2D engine as um, Octopath Traveler, which you'll really love. It's really great. Guys, I cannot stress enough that you need to get this game. And I'm so sad that I can't get it because I got to wait till next week. Had some medical bills pop up because, trust me, I was going to get it. If your boy didn't get sick, I was going to get it. But I got a little sick. Had to, you know, do some. So, you know. Had to pay these medical bills. Listen, but, you know, if y'all like donate to the rock, man, can do it fun. You know what I'm saying? Hit my cash app. Hit the hit the nerd plate. Uh, Patreon, you know what I'm saying? Just help a brother out. <laughs> but I really want to play it, but I can't till next week. So I promise you guys, and I do apologize, I had every intention to get it tomorrow, the day it came out, because I fucking love that game. The demo only cemented it for me because it was so much fun. Um... But due to just some illness I, that was unforeseen, I got to wait till next week when I get paid again and buy that game. But I will be buying that game in the next game I'm going to talk about. But Live Alive is really cool. It is the story of seven heroes across seven different times, all seeking some kind of thing, and it brings them all together at a certain nexus point. Really awesome game. You got to go check it out. From a Kung Fu master in the times of ancient China, to like the distant future of a robot learning about humans and learning about like all the craziness behind it. Really awesome stuff, guys. I was super excited about it. Still pumped about it. I cannot wait. Um, go check it out. It is called Live Alive or Live a Live. <laughs> um, Boss Square Enix comes out on the Switch tomorrow or today if you're watching this right now. As a matter of fact, as I'm recording this, it's also out, which I can't get. Sad face, but it's really cool. The grid combat system is great. You will love it. Trust me on that one. If you are a RPG connoisseur, you have to play this game. Trust me. Really, really awesome. All right. So, are y'all ready for the final game that I'm going to talk about tonight, this evening, guys? It's probably one of the best games you're ever going to play. I know I've said that a lot tonight, but this one, this one right here. If Elden Ring wasn't out, it would probably win RPG of the Year. And that's real. Because the second one was super... Like, this, the series only gets better in time. So to set this up... Of course, first off, I'm talking about Xenoblade Chronicles 3, baby. You already know. Great game. Great action RPG. Excuse me. Great action turn-based. It's really, really awesome. This game series only gets better. So a long time ago, we all remember... Uh, when it came out on the Wii. Now, this was weird because this game has actually got a longer standing history than that. Even past that. I don't know if you guys have ever played a little game called Xenogears. 
Whew, if you hadn't played Xenogears, find it on PlayStation. Frame it. But anyway, play it before you frame it. But anyway, find it on PlayStation. Play this game. Xenogears is probably one of the most underrated RPGs of all time. The problem is, and this is me showing my age again, is that it came out the same time as Final Fantasy VII. So, of course, Final Fantasy VII got way more shine than it. But let me tell you something. Xenogears was probably just as breathtaking of a storyline and intricate as a storyline. It's just it came out the wrong time. Had they put that out in a a place where it wasn't competing against their own Final Fantasy VII? Because this is back when, like, Square Enix, back in the day, Square Enix used to put out, like, 10, 20 games. They just would probably announce three or four or have commercials for three or four but you wouldn't know about the other 15 hiding in the back. Like, yeah, you might know about Legend of Mana, but you wouldn't know about Threads of Fate, Urgeis, uh, Einhander 1 and 2, Bushido Blade 2, because they would just drop those on. They would just do stealth releases. It was crazy. It was a crazy time back then. It was the 90s, the 2000s. There's no such thing as bad ideas. Anyway, long story somewhat shorter. Um... <laughs> Going into that, so Xenogears kicked off that particular game. But unfortunately, the crew that made that ended up leaving Square Enix and going to Namco. But when they went to Namco, Square Enix said, well, you can't touch Xenogears, but you can still continue the story if you like. And they tried to do that. Now, well, that gives us, sadly, Xenosaga. That whole series, kind of trash compared to Xenogears. But the problem was, you can't really blame the, the crew because originally they, they kind of just stretched the story out because it was supposed to be six games in the series. Unfortunately, when they start really like underperforming, like especially after Xeno Saga 2, right? Namco came in and said, All right, you guys have one more game. And after that, we're killing the project. Which sucked because, you know, it was all part of a very slow-ass process. And hopefully, by 6, it was supposed to really pick up and kind of bring us back to the story of Xenogears. But it didn't, unfortunately. Um, Just a lot of things going wrong in it. Especially, like, in the first Xeno... The first Xeno saga, right? Let me just tell you how long the cutscenes were. The cutscenes were so long that there were save points... In between the cutscenes. I'm not making that up. If you talk to anyone who's played Xenosaga on PS2, they'll tell you the same thing. Yeah, that's true. We sometimes you'd have a whole hour of cutscenes just to get to like a little bit of gameplay. It was crazy. So not our cup of tea, right? So later on, same team goes on to work for Nintendo. But this time, like, you know, because they've left Namco, they've made their own team called Monolith. And so, you know, Monolith is like, oh, okay, cool. And they're kind of like a, uh, they're kind of a first party. They're, they're kind of contracted on the Nintendo. They're not like, it's not like they're part of the Nintendo studios, but like they're there. They're kind of there. They're like the second party. They're contracted exclusively through Nintendo. They come up with a little old game called Xenoblade Chronicles. Now, back in the day, we weren't going to get that game initially because that was something Nintendo's like, okay, we'll release that in and the UK, and we'll release that in Japan. And then that's it. Because they didn't think the states would want this. Especially with the subject matter and what they were tackling. Uh, which, if you've played any of the games in the Xeno series, period, it's all about fate, God, free will, and reincarnation. 
touchy subjects in the in the West sometimes. Uh, but this particular game, we petitioned and we really wanted uh, Nintendo to bring in. So Reggie V. Mays, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, and all of them sat down and said, all right, the fans really want this. Let's bring it in. Now, granted, I don't know why they can do it in Mother 3, but whatever. We're not here to talk about that. Maybe that's coming next year. But uh, they gave us Xenoblade Chronicles. And ever since then, the series was tight. I still have my copy on the Wii. I even bought it again on the Switch. And they also gave us Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which was equally amazing. And so much content. Rich with content. Even before they gave us the expansion pack, there was a lot to do in that game. Like, well over two to 300 hours. I have, like, 200-some hours in that game in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I didn't finish it yet. But on to number three. Oh, my gosh. Looks amazing. Number three takes place once again in like a, a robotic-type land city to where these two factions are battling it out. And so I'm, I'm going to show you a little bit of the trailer. I'm going to stop talking for a minute. I'm going to show you the overview trailer. It looks really good. Y'all got to check this out. Because, yeah, that's this is going to be my jam right here. Like I said, if Elden Ring didn't come out, this would totally be game of the year. Maybe. <laughs> oh, but Elden Ring is out. So, yeah, it probably won't win game of the year. But check this out. It is really good. Water. Food. Certainly. But what we need most is life itself. What do you all think you're doing? Why the fighting? What do you think it's like for us? Losing friend after friend. The face of your real enemies. Urubaras abhor this world. Their existence must be erased without a trace. This is the world of Ionios. The nations of Keves and Agnes and their grisly conflict stand in contrast to its natural splendor. The people of this world live short lifespans. I mean, it just, just looks so beautiful. Like, I love how they play Chronicles This one all takes that same look and kind of goes even further with it. Oh. The very story of Celebrate Chronicles 3 focuses on six soldiers. Three from Pretty Kevis much and three from anime. Agnes. Just really cool. When they come face to face during a special mission, both parties draw their weapons. But after encountering a mysterious figure, they resolve to work together. Because now, kids, you share a common destiny. They'll hunt you constantly, relentlessly, without rest. There's one place that might give you a chance. Sword March. Our city. Ionios is host to various landscapes, all filled with surreal geography to explore and diverse wildlife to encounter. Draw your weapon and when encountering it is like an enemy six to seamlessly enter battle. Hell, it's almost seven. Make your um, approach to attack The new kind of thing they got going on this one is like the hero system and the class system. Victory. So it's cool because as you play the game, you're going to always have these six people, right? But as you go on, you're also going to have uh, actual heroes that, you know, like, they're like, all right, cool, we'll meet up and we'll, like, roll with you. 
Now only do you get their life to activate a combo Classes, and gain an right? advantage. You also get them get to help the enemy you off balance. in the battle. They Knock can come them to do like cool Launch them into special the air, moves and things like that on your behalf. Down. Really cool. It's almost like summons and like a special class together. Really, really cool. What is that thing? You've got a real death wish. This is also cool, because this is what they call the Ouroboros system. Basically, where you're all doing fusion. They looked at Dragon Ball Z and said, that's cool, we're gonna do that. Check this shit out. And then they were a part of me. By joining together in battle through interlinking, two characters in your party can fuse into a fiercely powerful form known as an Ouroboros. How cool is that? While interlinking, unleash mighty Ouroboros arts without limits. Use soul points and in battle to make the Ouroboros even stronger. Here's the classes of heroes. Each character about. in your party has a class that influences how they battle. Each character takes now on a specific role during battles. For a lot of you the second one, if you notice, they kind of take separate damaging enemies. Huh? Huh? No, it's, the it's very funny because all of the games are connected by very fine threads, and it's sometimes you know it's obvious, but it's really cool. And restore health points to keep you in fighting shape. Each character playing in the role effectively is a key point to battling. I like how they have it because basically in the game, you're constantly playing the whole, alright, you have your aggressive DPS, your tank, your healer, off tank, DPS, so forth, so forth. So it's like playing an RPG all on, but you're playing off on. They've always been like It's just that, as a mechanic, you can't start getting moody just because something's broken. Brave residents of Ionis called heroes can lend their arms and this is where the heroes to your come team to play, as a second Which you'll be able member. to collect. Only one like, hero over, at a time like, can assist on the battlefield. It's crazy. But you can swap them out as you see fit. Heroes also have their see? own unique classes. By befriending these allies, your party members can take on these classes too. Recruit more heroes for a growing combination of classes and arts for your party. Ionios is host. So, as I was saying, gonna be a great game, as you can see, guys. Um, very beautiful game. I've always enjoyed the Xenoblade series and the Xeno series in general, except for Xenosaga. Like I said, not my favorite. That was definitely a low point in the series. And given how they were working in the production, they tried. But the Xeno games from Xenoblade Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles X, to even two, like I just all of them were phenomenal. So I cannot wait for this one. I love the Xeno series. It's the Xeno series, period. I love Xeno Gears. Finished that. Can't wait to play this one because I've finished the Xenoblade Chronicles 1. I got very close to finishing Xenoblade Chronicles X, which I'll go back and play, or hopefully we're going to redo for the Switch, because that'd be great, especially with that multiplayer mechanic. If they can just fix that, it'd be really dope. Um, and then just how 3 looks just looks amazing. The storyline looks really good, so it'll definitely be interesting to see how they're going to play that out. And it looks very, very awesome. And that also will be here very soon. In fact, as of this recording, seven days from now. So next week, it should be here 
around the same time on the 29th. I cannot wait. I'm so excited because fingers crossed on everything. If I get paid good, I'm definitely going to get that and live alive. It's going to be awesome. So, guys, that was it. That was the Nintendo conference. As you can see, plenty, plenty of RPGs for the RPG fandom. Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, it's something I've been looking like a lot of those RPGs I've been looking forward to. You already know, Live Alive, I've been looking forward to that, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So I cannot wait to have both of those. But Harvest Vela, Harvest Stella, sorry, looks really good. I love RPG Tom, The Legend of Bright. That looks amazing. I definitely want to play that. Definitely getting that. Um, so yeah, guys, just a lot. We got a lot of things that's coming out to us as RPG fans. And I just want to thank Nintendo for supplementing uh <laughs> supplementing us with that need for RPGs, because I got the need for RPGs at all times. Um, so yeah, guys, that was it. That was the conference. What do you think? Tell us in the comments below, as well as, you know, talk to us online, engage with us. Thank you so much for watching us, listening to us. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, you know, we've both been working really hard, tirelessly. I want to thank my co-host. Uh, he's a superstar of the one half of the Nerd Plate. Uh, like thank myself work so hard. <laughs> no, but just without him, you know, without us working as a team, we couldn't make any of this happen. And I'm really appreciative of a great partner like him. I know he's gonna look at this later and be like, oh my god, all the RPGs. I know, bro. I'm sorry. That's all they had in the conference. So I, I wish I had more for you, but uh hopefully you'll see some of those. You might like it, who knows? Because hey, you are into Final Phase 16 now. So hey, who knows? Who knows what could happen? Um, but you know, again, I just want to tell everybody thank you. We're working really hard. Uh, we are gonna take next week off because we got a lot of things planned. I think you guys like it, but just bear with us. We got gotta have some time to like you know marinate and cook it too. Cause you know, we out here and not only are we doing this, but you know, we're working our you know 40, sometimes 50 hour a week jobs on top of it. So we really thank you guys for your patience. Just bear with us again. We're coming out with some great material. And again, I just want to thank you for rocking with us. If you've been rocking with us since day one, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you once again for making the third plate conference just so successful by watching and telling your friends about it. And you know, if you're watching this right now, tell your friends, you know, like we're we're cool. The nerd plate, tell them about us, invite them to come watch it, share it, share like you do those stupid, like you know. Two second videos and shit like that. Sure, I shit like that too. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we we like it. We we want people to see our stuff. We work hard on it. Um anyway, like usual, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook under the Nerd Plate, uh, Twitter at Nerd Plate. Uh, as well as you know, thank you to our Patreons for still supporting us from day one. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you can also uh, hit up hit us up on Patreon through the Nerd Plate. You can also hit us up a uh, box of coffee on the coffee through the same name, the Nerd Plate. Or, you know, if you just want to slap us with a 5 at in my hand, you know, smooth straight up on the street. Like, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? We take those too. Uh, but we just want to thank you guys because we couldn't do this without you. We got a lot of great stuff planned. We love you guys. Until next time, I'm Rockman 3K3. I'm going to go get some rest because I am exhausted. But, you know, I had to come out and tell you about, of course, Nintendo's uh, big conferences because it's great. And, again, you've been watching the third play conference. 
Take care of yourselves. I love you guys. I know life is hard right now, but hey, if I can make it, you can make it. And trust me, I've had a hell of a week or weeks. <laughs> so again, thank you so much for rolling and rocking with me. And I'm, of course, Rockman3k3, and I'm out, baby! I'll see you next time! Woo! <laughs>